Tshuva Rabbeinu Yaina, he lists 20 Ikarim of Tshuva in the first Shire of Shari Tshuva. Rabbeinu Yaina writes 20 things that are, that are Ikarim of Tshuva, 20 necessary steps for a Baal Tshuva. Something we're all all year round. We have a mitzvah of doing tshuva every single day, 613 days of the year. But specifically, we're headed towards Aseris Yemei Tshuva, to Rosh Hashanah and Aseris Yemei Tshuva, Yom Kippur. And towards that goal of headed to Aseris Yemei Tshuva, so towards the goal of headed to Aseris Yemei Tshuva, I want to I want to say over two of the Korea Chuva from Rabbeinu Yoyna. Then I want to talk. I want to talk for a few minutes. I want guys to be knowledgeable. I want to talk about Elo Rosh Hashanah, Seris Mechuva, Yom Kippur, to give a little picture of what's happening in the days that are coming. They're fastly coming. A week from Eichei Shabbos, we start Slichas already. Two weeks. Two weeks from today already is Rosh Hashanah. So, I want to talk a little bit about Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, what's happening on these days. I want Yoni, I want the guys to be knowledgeable. I want you to hear it. Come close here. I want you to sit close. To sit right next to Menachem, Yoni. And Maishlo, come, come to the table, Maish, come. Yoni, right next to Menachem, Maish, come. Machsachemish. So I want to, Rabbi Sai, to start with, I want, he has 20 Korea Tshuva, 20 things that are necessary for Tshuva. I want to do a couple, over the next couple of days, I'm going to do some of the Korea Tshuva that Rabbi Yoyna speaks about. But I want to speak about the 17th. His 17th Iker of Tshuva, all these 20, he calls them Ikarim, means they're Iker, they're necessary. That the essentials probably is the best English word I can think of. Twenty essentials for tshuva. That you can't do tshuva without these twenty steps. The seventeenth step that's necessary. To start pursuing actions of chesed. The ms means Torah. Chesed and emes to make a chizuk in chesed and make a chizuk in Torah. And I want to explain, Rabbi Say, something. I want to explain something that's important. Very shallow people, when they're Isaac and Shuvah, very shallow people, they say, I'm not going to sin now, I'm not going to sin now. But they have no plan why they're not going to sin now. I'm going to change, I'm going to be different, I'm not going to do it. But there's no mahalach, there's no plan how they're not going to do it. To say a word, just to say a word to bring out this point, the Gemara says that the world was created with a hay. It's based on a Pasuk and Bereshis. Vihibaram, when Hashem created the world, the Gemara Darshan's Behebaram. The world was created with a hay. Explains the Gemara that the ice hay has no bottom, and the world was created with a hay, Rishoim fall out the bottom. The world rejects the Russia. It's a hey, Rishon fall at the bottom. Frek the Gemara, so make the world with a ches. A ches has no bottom either. Rishon Enters the Gemara, they have the little, the little openings that you can climb back in with Shuvah. Frek the Gemara, make the world with a ches. 
and let them climb in from the bottom. They fall out from the bottom and climb back in from the bottom. Answers the Gemara, La Yistaya Milsa. Rashi brings this on the Paschalibara. La Yistaya Milsa, they won't be able to. So I asked Rav Chaim Kamil. Rav Chaim Kamil is Rav Nassim Svi Finkel's Rebbe. Is there reason I don't be able to? So I asked Rav Chaim Kamil, Rav Nassim Svi Finkel's Rebbe. I asked him, what does the Gemara mean? Why can't the world be created with a ches and they'll fall out and you climb back in the same hole? You spoke to him? I was there to speak to Rav Kamil. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. I asked him this question. Wow! Rav Chaim Kamil was Rav Nassim Svi Finkel's Rebbe. He was a... Very, very big person. He, in one, in a winter's man, he once learned Yuvama 70 times. In a winter's man. In one winter's man, he learned, he was not an Elu, he was a regular person. He was a Masmid. He knew the secrets of Chazara. If guys would know how to learn, you learn large amounts, and then the third Chazara, the fifth, the seventh time, you're reading fast, because you know it, and you can learn it and read it fast. Know it well. The eighth Chazara, you learn the secrets of Chazara when you Chazman, your 15th time, it's much easier. You're reading smoothly, fast. It takes a guy can chazer. My brother's into big chazers. He can chazer an average Kishran guy. He can chazer three to four blood an hour. That's like Pushin. My brother's part of a chabura of many, many dozens of people. And they went to Rav Steinman and they worked with him. He said if they're not too smart, they should chazer three blood an hour. Smarter people should chazer more an hour. You learn secrets, but you know well. Without exaggerating, at the point you know well, it's not a joke, you're reading very fast and being able to chazer large amounts fast. That's Pashim. The Kitzrat Baramis, I asked of Chaim Kamil, why is the world created with a, a, a hay, not a ches, and climb back in the same way? And the answer is that the guy who thinks, this time I'm not going to do it, is being silly. This time I'm going to be better. Why, why do you think you're going to be better? It's a silly thing to say, you know, you play your game and you lose. Hey, this time we won't lose. Why won't we lose this time? You have to come with a plan. You have to come with a change in Mahala. The two greatest things, the two game changers, Abba, that a person has to come with, it's a Pasuk and Mishlei, and Rabbeinu Yaino summing up, Ikarim of Tshuva, you have to be a bigger Baal Chesed, and you have to be more Torah. With Chesed and Emes, Averis are cleansed. What changes the equation, what a Baal has to do, he has to become a bigger Baal Chesed. What a Baal has to do, is he has to put more Torah. They're both game changers. They're game changers, it cleanses Averis. Don't say this time I won't do if you're not learning more. Don't say this time I won't do if you're not doing chesed. That cleanses the sin. It changes. It's a game changer. You have Torah in you. Things are different. Ah, he's full of Torah. The nature of Torah inside a person, it's mind-boggling. What happened? You can't, you can't, you're supposed to say you're not going to do it, but you have to have some reason it's going to be different. You're going to be different. The answer I'm putting Torah myself. I have Bab Mitzia in me, everything's different. I have Torah in me, it's much different. That's the nature of Torah, it changes the person. It's Meroimim, it elevates, it's Megadel. We can analyze Yaakov why it works. Why is that? I learned Bab Mitzia, I learned about two guys fighting over the palace, and I'm better. I promise you, you can watch people, 
and almost inexplicably, almost, it's hard to explain. And you just see that better. We can give svaras why it is that way. When the Torah Hashem is inside of a person, it's different. But that's, Shloim HaMelo said, Bechesed Ve'emes, the Gemara Baruch says, Ve'emes, on this Pasuk in Mishlei, means Torah. Bechesed Ve'emes, Torah Emes. With Chesed and Emes, Yuchu Paravain, sin is cleansed. Everything's forgiven. B'chesed of emes should do more chesed. B'shoyrish of all chet is me, is selfish. I want my rotsam. Chesed is the opposite of me. Chesed is being selfless, doing for the other person. The harder it is, the greater the union of chesed. And that, that chesed is yichaper of and You should be, do more for other people. Do more for other people. You're alone in the facilities in yeshiva, pardon the mushroom. Clean up in there a little bit. Do a chesed. It's disgusting. You, you were grossed out, so why should the next guy be grossed out? Clean up a little bit. You wash your hands afterwards. The chesed, you more noyeg chesed. Do a little chesed. Clean up the room. Not the shmak for your roommates. It's much more the shmak. It's much easier to live in a clean place. It's more settling. It's easier to get up for chakras. It's easier to clean up the room. One day, clean up your whole room. Acts of chesed, yichup arava, and forgive sins. Says the, says Rebbeinu Yoyna, he says he should run after pulas of chesed emes, and he says like this, He says that about Shuvah's Yesh Averis, that Shuvah and Yom Kippur is toilim, and he needs Yisurim to cleanse it. Chesed protects against Yisurim. Rabbeinu Yoyna says there are cases that we really need Yisurim, we need to be punished. Yisurim, in order to, be, in order to have a kapara. Says Rabbeinu Yoyna, if you do Chesed, you don't need Yisurim. Amazing thing. A guy is a, an annoying person, in his dorm, on his floor, and he's nice to the guy, but it's difficult. So he says, oh, what a pain. You're saving other Yisurim. The guy would have had a toothache, a shrek with a toothache, that would have hurt him badly, would have needed a toothache. Certain Averis need Yisurim. Now God doesn't look to pain us, Rabbi say. Averis are about, what, what's this, what's going on here? I want to explain it a little, the way I understand it. A person does Averis, and there are cases he needs Yisurim to be Mamrik. To cleanse him, he needs Yisurim. What is this? God likes to physically pain us? What's this word that Yisurim is, 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 is needed for certain Averis? And in lieu of Yisurim, you can do Chesed. What's happening? The word of a Baal Avera is he's too Makhbet on his body. He's too much Makhbet on his own Ritzayinus. I want my physical whims, my desires. That's the word of a Baal Avera. Either Hashem sends him Yisurim, his pains of the body, he stops being so into body. Typically people, Rachman and racked in pain, they realize that, that, that they stop being so physical and body-like. This person has another way to stop being so selfish and into self is by chesed, doing for the next person. Rebbeinu Yoyna says chesed is in the stead of Yisurim. Doing chesed, really caring for another person, is yogi, protects on the chayteh and stops Yisurim.
So that was the that was this Rabbi said this bechesed of emes yichup aravim. A person becomes a bigger bal chesed is more makpid. It's a game changer. He's mechaper is often it cleanses from sins. It changes the person. Elul's a tremendous time to always a time to work on these two inyanim, but specifically a time in the shana that we're thinking about kaparus avoynus. Two ingredients that are necessary to fill yourself with tiras. I'm a different person. Then it's much more serious when the person says, I'm going to be different, I'm going to be stronger and better. And the second is, we know you May I ask a question? Yes. Thank you. Why Rebbe, Rebbe said something that's so profound that it says in Shai that's such an amazing plan that I never heard of. Why do we spend the whole day of the year saying, I did this, I did this, I did this, I did this, and we don't spend any time talking about what I can now do to change things? That's interesting. You want to know why in Yom Kippur we don't speak about what to do to change things? Or, yeah... So, it could, in the second part, I think it's a very valid question. Rebezi says, Yom Kippur, we spend a lot of time focused. I, I'm not sure the premise is true, because Ndavni does speak other things also, but certainly the pri- primary focus of Yom Kippur is on Vidui. There many as a 20 Yikarim of Shuvah. On Yom Kippur's primary focus seems to be admitting of sin. That seems to be the primary two parts: admitting the sin, the Ashamnu Bagadnu, and Charata Loishav Elanu. The three key words you're going to say Yom Kippur. Probably the most important words you're going to say over and over by Slichas and Yom Kippur. Is after you say Ashamnu Bagadnu, you say Veloishav Elanu. It wasn't worth it. Charata. Those three words are harata. So if you want to know, why not the other steps? So I think, I, I, I don't know if we, don't, we do do other steps in Yom Kippur, but I've got, what I'm going to say after I say the second thing, Iker of Chubu, I think we'll address, some, address that to a degree. The other Iker that I want to speak out today, remember he has 20 Rebbeinu Yoyna. The other Iker I want to speak out today is Lahashib is Iker HaEsrim, is the 20th one. And then I'm going to say one I'm very afraid to say. It's the scariest one for American teenagers. I'm very afraid to say it. I would not say it. I mean this, Ernst. I would not say this to a 9th, 10th, and 11th grader. I think you're ready to hear it. I say it with trepidation, but that's in a few minutes. Give me a few minutes. But the Iker HaEsrim, the 20th Iker of Tshuva, the last one, the essential ingredient for Tshuva, is Lahashib Rabbim Avoin, is to get other people not to do affairs. It's a necessary ingredient for tshuva. If you're really different, not just you stop doing Averis, you care that others should stop. As much as you can, he brings a pasuk in Yecheskel, return, and return others from all your negligences. We learn it's from the Ikarim of Tshuva. He brings the Pasuk and Tillim, Kapitel Munala from Dabra Melech. Alamda Paishim Drachecha. I will teach sinners your ways. Vichatoim Eilecha Yeshuvu. Dabra Melech says, part of Tshuva. I'm going to do Tshuva from my Chatoim. Alamda Paishim Drachecha. Part of Tshuva is teaching others your ways. Part of Tshuva is becoming a person who inspires others. If it's just about, again, Ched is selfish, it's about oneself. Even if a guy becomes good, but it's weiter selfish. He wants to become big. 
We want it to be about Hashem, about loyalty. Part of tshuva is to get others, to inspire others, and to encourage others. I'm always amazed, guys. The Goyim worked on Chachma for, a, for an addict. And the Goyim in the 12 steps, these are secular Chachamim who worked hard to figure the bare minimum. These are what's necessary for an addict to do tshuva to become a Shalim again, and it's absolutely necessary, it's one of the 12 steps, is to get others, to encourage others. And going, it's not a religious thing, the 12 steps. They discover the only way to do tshuva is to get others. We beat them by well over a thousand years, by thousands of years. David HaMelech already said, Alam that part of tshuva, necessary, and essential of tshuva, is to get others, is to encourage others. That's a necessary ingredient for tshuva, is to be an inspiration for others. So those are the two things of karma tshuva. I want to say a third one, Rabbi Say, that please only listen if you're ready to hear it. If you're not ready to hear it, space out now. I want to say... <laughs> I want... <laughs> I want, to, I want to say, Rabbi Sai, the ninth vicar of tshuva, when Americans, the ninth one, Rabbi Sai, when a, people who grew up in America hear this, it gets them very nervous. This is one, like you say fast, you say, drunk one, this one you say fast, because people get very nervous from this one. And, and I think we have to work on ourselves not to be so scared. We live in a a society, I, I'm a huge fan of America. I'm very patriotic. I don't like when typically it's ripped. It's an amazing country that's goimel chesed. It's nice to the Jews like nobody's ever been nice to us ever. And I'm so appreciative to Hashem that He put us in this country. You have to daven for America. Any kingdom, you have to daven. Last week's parish, we learned we have a curse at Taif to Egypt, who wasn't that good to us. They killed our kids, and somehow Hashem's the Oa curse at Mitzri. You have an Israel Mitzri. Imagine Americans. You're supposed to be patriotic. My Rebbe, at times, at times, my Rebbe, my Rebbe flew an American flag around 9/11, and other times he put one in front of. His house. Not, he wasn't making jokes. It was something he felt very strongly to be patriotic. And Yidin were always loyal. It's part of it. It's in our Torah. We're very patriotic people. I don't like the naysayers. Ah, they'll all kill us in a second. They're nice to us. They're not blowing us up tomorrow. I don't like such talk. And they're talking nice to us. Unbelievable. And certainly this is not to rip the country. If I cared, I say it with care. An amazingly nice country, but they clearly do, there, there is in society quite a pull after Taiva, after the base desires of people, the whims of people. And we live in a society, people are running everywhere after Taiva. I, I once told the book, my wife likes walking, that's her favorite activity in the world. So... So it was during the winter, it was the dead of the winter, and it wasn't very good to walk, it wasn't, we weren't able to walk outside. So I went to the mall, and the mall, I, I don't like going to the mall ever, I care about my Haba, and I don't like, you know, walking in the mall, it's not kishmak. So I don't like going to the mall, but at night, nobody was in the mall. 
So we go in through the entrance. It's closed, but the entrance, the movie theater is open late. You don't know about that. So I walked in through the movie theater, and then we could walk the mall. I always think if my car breaks down one of those trips, I'm going to try to explain to Chaverim. I was there to walk the mall. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so Lemaisa, we go into the mall through that entrance, and you can walk the mall. When we were walking the mall, I couldn't believe the pictures that were all around. It's, it's, it's so frightening. I wanted the Bachram to know, not that it's Pritzus, that it's Asr, that it's not normal. That it's not a normal thing. It's, the world, it's a world gone crazy. They are so crazy that they don't care that their youth see all these things. They're crazy. It's not a normal thing. When we're listening to the radio, but my kids were driving, we're listening to a ball game together. And on a commercial, I have to turn off a commercial on the radio. They're out of their minds. Who's listening to a Yankee game? Kids, 11-year-olds, 12-year-olds. They're out of their mind that they don't care. These commercials used to be... Goyim, I know a guy on the radio, on his radio program, he doesn't let these commercials... He says it's not normal. He governs his, his radio program. He doesn't let these sick commercials. A guy. It's not normal. Goyim in the 1960s would have fainted from what they allow now at the mall. I wanted Baruch to know, not it's us, sir, it's crazy. You're at, they're out of their minds, what they allow, what they, what they show openly, what they consider, that, that's going to make real healthy teens. We're going to have healthy... I care for the Goyim. I care for the Goyim in a kind country. I want happy people. Now in America, if you speak about any Madragas of not running after Taiva, people get sad. Like, oh, it's, it's, like it's intense. I want happy. I love happiness. Great times. Gishmak. There's no happiness that you're running after every whim. That's not happiness. Happiness is, is, is a sophisticated, good, solid human being who's controlled by his intellect, who gives his body great times. Go to an amusement park. Gishmak. Go skiing. Gishmak. For water skiing, great, swimming, sports, bungee jumping, hiking, anything, enjoy the world. An intellectual person who takes care of his body also, wonderful. When a person is swimming in the Yama Taiva, the Shakua and Taivas, there's no happiness there. But when we're so Americanized, when we hear anything about not running after every whim, about not being a person sucked into Taiva, we think that something we, we, we think it's something scary. One of the saddest guys I ever met in fifteen years, Baruch Hashem. Of being Zaycha to learn Bachram, to learn Torah with Bachram, to being around Bnei Aliyah. One of the saddest guys I ever met, him and his family, I never saw anything like how sunk into Taiva they were. The amount of restaurants they went to, and I don't care, to go to a restaurant is great, take a nice break and go to a restaurant, nothing wrong. But the amount that he was sucked into Taiva was pathetic, and he was a very sad guy. The ninth Iker of Tshuva, Rabbeinu Yoyna says, is to break Taiva Sagashmias. Not to be a guy who's so every whim, just because for a second you want to go to the pizza shop doesn't mean you should find yourself in the pizza shop. That's not sad or scary, Rabbi say. I think it's a madriga for a bacher el, or a guy wants to go in, and only what you're up to. To say, I'm going to try usually to eat the, soup, to eat the meals in Yeshiva. The meals are very good downstairs. The guy who's, who gives in to every whim, he just, and I'm not talking about his there's no isser to go here, to go there. But the, the, the general, this is one of the 20 steps of tshuva, is to be a guy who's not so to break his taiva agofnius. 
Once a person gives in to every whim, so he says it's very easy, the Yitzhar is an easy time to get this person to do Averis. He says a person should train himself to be Pirish from Tanugim. Don't go after every type. Even on mutter things that don't Rabbi said with the plan, nothing extreme. With the plan, just because he has some quick fleeting thing, he wants a soda, the next step is buying the Coke. With the plan, Rabbi said, comfortably, it's not, it's not so from, it's not so crazy. But again, with the plan, it doesn't mean if it's anything done in extreme, the body, of course we take care of our body. Get yourself a good piece of pizza, get yourself a good soda. I'm not, nothing in extremes, but that the body doesn't rule over the person. There's a pasuk, there's a pasuk in Mishlei, Mifanek Minoyer Avadov. If you make finicky, if you spoil, Yaakov, memorize the, I want you to memorize this Pasuk, Yoni. Maishwa, memorize this Pasuk. Mifanek minoyar avadov. If you make finicky, mifanek means to make finicky, to spoil. If you spoil minoyar from youth, avadov, your servant, it means your body. She's supposed to serve your intellect, your neshama. Mifanek minoyar avadov. If you make finicky, if you spoil from youth, your eved, in the end, he'll be your master. He'll be your he'll be he'll boss over you. Don't spoil him from youth. If you spoil him from youth, you will spend a lifetime of being owned by your evid. You don't want to be owned by your evid. If you ever see tzaddikim, they're so driven to do. They own their bodies. They own it. I said I had an amazing moment. I was zeichetum. In my life, maybe one of, one, of the, one of the most inspiring things I ever heard in my life. Reb Revda was sitting in Sloan Kettering Hospital, and I went with my son to Reb Revda into his room. He was on his deathbed, Reb Revda. And I went to Sloan Kettering with my son, and we were Zeichet to speak to this giant, Reb Revda, Zeichet Sadam Kodesh We spoke to Reb Revda, and Reb Revda told me something that was so moving. Reb Revda said to me, he said, I am thankful, we spoke to him for about a half hour, my son, myself, Reb Revda was there, Reb Revda's daughter was in the room. I believe it was his daughter or daughter-in-law, I believe it was his daughter. He said, Reb Revda said, that I was born a very sick guy. His, his nature, his body was very weak. From young, he had a lot of different illnesses. He, was, he explained some of the things he had. He was very, very weak and sick. And he said, I am thankful to Hashem that I took this body and I squeezed out 11 svarim out of this body. I wrote, I think he said 11 svarim. I wrote 11 svarim. He traveled the world and spoke. His Rebbe told him that he has a koyach adibra and boy did he have the ability to speak. And his Rebbe told him not to stop speaking. And he spoke all over the world. He was a great, one of the greatest speakers. He was funny, interesting, clear. He was an amazing speaker. We were Zayich and Waterbury to have him speak many times. People, you had to really, you had to be a certain type to go to his speeches. Now, I, I share with Reb Reb, that both, the one thing I share with, I would like to share other things, is the lack of knowledge of time. There was no timer in Reb world. When he spoke... It could be five hours, three hours, four hours. Reb Reb, there was no clock by Reb Reb. So Reb Reb spoke, amazing speaker. Very dynamic. Get a CD once, dynamic. 
funny inch and a CD also you control how long it goes but um, <laughs> it's Kedai it's Kedai once it's, tell me what you think listen once to see get her, they're all over the place here Brevna he's a tremendous speaker but the cancer is, Reb Rebda said to us, my son and I, he said, I took this body and I squeezed out 11 svarim out of my body. I spoke all over the world. The way he spoke, that his body was his evid. His body didn't own him. His body didn't every time he was tired, the next second he's in the dorm. Every time he's hungry, and whoops, all of a sudden he's by 7-Eleven. Every time, his body didn't own him like that. You have to tell your body, you're learning your chavrus, your body, if tell your body, body, I'm going to give you an amazing lunch. Right now we're going to learn. Be in charge. Be in charge. Don't let your bodies, your evid, don't let it dominate. People give in to every whim and they train themselves every taiva, every fleeting thought of the body they give into. In the end, your body will own you. And when you want to do things and accomplish things, you want to do big stuff. Your intellect tells you big accomplishments, but you have no body who's willing to follow along, who's willing to do what it's supposed to be, do, it's supposed to be doing. So this is one of the karam of tshuva for a person to stop running after types, even dvarim amutarim, to extremes to get more in control. Say this, I want this. I'm not going to go with a plan. With a plan to think like that is one of the karam of tshuva. Us Americans hear this, it's almost like sad for us. Like this sounds so religious, so from this is basic healthy living, guys. It's a happier lifestyle when our nisham, when our intellect's in charge, you don't give to any whim. A person functions very healthy and happy and gishmak. Ironically, the body enjoys Ailamazem more also. The body left in charge just is, becomes a train wreck. A person who, who's running here, running there, is, there's no mensch. The other person is controlled person who lives right. And then by decision goes somewhere, said, it's time to give my body a treat. It's a good zah. There's two guys going to the pizza shop. If you think of their experience, it looks like they're both in the pizza shop. The same guy. They're two different guys. There's one guy, every whim he has, he, he gives in to. He has no oilam hazeh or oilam abad. There's no human being. It's a dominated fellow, a cow. He's just grazing everywhere, anything that looks tempting. You have another guy who told himself, put in a good seder. Then I always tell a guy, you should learn a system of rewarding yourself. I get up the shakras, buy yourself a good coffee from 7 on. Don't pain yourself, you don't get up the shakras. Don't give yourself your serum. But you get up, a, a bacher, I see a buffer gets up 11 o'clock and he comes, he has his hair all made, he took a shower. You don't give yourself a geshmak, a shower, you get up at 11. You tell yourself, get up the shakas afterwards, you give yourself a good shower. You get to 7-Eleven, you get yourself a coffee and extra sugar in there. You train, you reward yourself. It's a whole different experience. He's not giving it to his whims, he's telling his body, if you serve my neshama, if you do what you're supposed to do, I'll give you rewards. So two guys are walking to the pizza shop. One guy just rewarded himself for a good seder. Now his body's getting its just. You went. To, you put in a good seder. You sat there a long time. Get a get a good slice of pizza. Put some extra stuff toppings on top. No. The other guy walks to the pizza shop. <laughs> the other guy walks to the pizza shop. It's just another whim that he's giving into his next whim and his next whim. He's just dominated and controlled by your body. There's no. There's no. The body's not serving anybody. 
Shivisi Hashem Munegdi Summit, a person who places Hashem opposite his eyes, the end of the Pasuk is Ak Besari Yishkoi Lavetalach. Even your body is comfortable. I always tell guys, it's extremely important to me when a Bachar is growing that he does fun things. One of the Bachar, he has a huge Ben Aliyah doing amazing stuff. It was unbelievably important to me that he went to the jacket list. And I say it seriously. I held in Ruchmias, he has to go to a jet game. I held it was Mechoyev. Because if a guy is steiging, it's very important that your body trusts you in a shaman. The body, we, we're human beings, we like fun stuff. The body has to know you're not going to be chipped. You're not going to, oh, now we'll learn, okay, oh, I'm done. Oh. Okay, that's it, I'm out. That's it? Done? No, you're not done. I'm going to take care of you. I'm gonna give, it's very real. It's very real. We have, we have, we have, we, we like physical stuff also, you know. At the point, the body says, "Okay, now's my staking. I'm in 12th grade. All of a sudden, I'm around Bevezi. All of a sudden, around Ray Russ. Okay, I'm, okay, that's it. So I'm getting real. So the body says, okay, you're done. You're finished now. That's it. All my, all my good times are over. It's very important the body to see not like that. The body to see. I'm going to take very good care, care of you. Chas v'shom. Fakert, you'll be happier. You'll see when the intellect's in charge. You know, when somebody is elected, is somebody elected to, to a position, he wants to show the people it's going to be good. Right away, they give out stuff. Right away, he's benevolent. At the start of becoming your, at the start of your reign, of course, you're benevolent. You want to show the people, and I'm in charge. It's going to be good. When your neshama is taking charge, the guy started steiging, it's very important to so all the people elected you. Your body let you be in charge. It's letting you learn. This is real stuff. You have to show your body. It's going to be good. Don't worry. Don't worry. You're not, you're not, I didn't forget about you. Now, 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 from, I don't think about this. That's the show. Let's get an extra slice of pizza now. It's the problem. You, 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 I'm in charge. The neshama's in charge. Of course, I'm not going to let you suffer. You're not, it's not you're out. You take care. And the body says, this is a good deal. Excellent. I like being an abbot for this master. That's imperative, Rabbi said. That's imperative. You know who taught us this? Hillel taught us this, Yaakov. Hillel taught us this. Yaakov Rishon, Hillel, his Talmudim saw him go to the bathhouse. They were very surprised. Hillel was always Isaac in mitzvahs, and they saw him go to the bathhouse. Hillel said, I'm doing a mitzvah now, I'm taking care of my body. Take care of my body. My body's always so loyal, it's letting me learn day and night. I'm, I'm treating my body kindly now. Nobody should get in his head, and now I'm from the body. So, so I'm out of this? So. I don't, you know, that's it? No, I'll take care of you. I'll give you pleasures also. But, you, let, but let's do the right things. Be meshubit to what's important, to what's true. That's how from Yid, Ben Tyra, Ben Aliyah thinks. At the point that a guy is making serious commitments to learn better, to daven better, to work on this, to, to care more about his eternity, it's massively important that he gives himself some fun times. Massively. People mistake this, and the body will rebel. You're not good to the body, the body asserts. The body can't be forgotten. A person asks, but if you can imagine two guys, Yaakov, they look exactly like they're walking hand in hand. They're both walking to the pizza shop. They're both getting a lift. They're two different guys. One guy put in a seder, and he tells himself, take a good slice of pizza. Ah, what a day. And the guy's like, oh, I can handle this. This is a good deal. It's a good deal. Oh, do I have a good master now? And another guy, he's following every win that he has, every type that he has. He follows two experiences, two guys walking together. So that was the, 
Ikra Chi, that's the ninth Ikra of Chuva, is to learn not to run after every whim, to break Taivas, not to be a person whose body so dominates and so controls. I think a guy, people think about Kabbalah's for Elul. A guy says, I'm going to eat every supper in Yeshiva. I don't need, a, I don't need everything just perfect. I don't need all Gashmis, Betachlis, Kol Diktukayim, and every Diktuk. That's not, that's not what I'm chasing. He learns to enjoy. That's a tremendous idea for a Kabbalah somebody would want to make. Okay. I want to speak, Rabbi Say, for a few minutes about the days that are coming. Two weeks, plus it's from today for Rosh Hashanah, I want to give over an idea of what's happening in front of us. We'll start with the kasha, simple kasha, and then we'll, it will touch a lot of what he says, the 20 parts of Chuba. Things get very confusing, what we do and when. Coming in front of us is Aseris Yimei Chuba. Now, anybody does the math, Aseris Yimei Chuba is two days Rosh Hashanah, Seven days of Choyl, there's a Shabbos there, so I can't call them all Choyl. Seven days of Choyl, really one day Shabbos, six days Choyl. Shabbos, Shuvah, six days of Choyl. And then Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah are three of the Aseris Yimei Shuvah. And Chutzlarts is three of the Aseris Yimei Shuvah are the... Are the two days Rosh Hashanah also the two days Rosh Hashanah and the one day Yom Kippur are the are three of the Aseris Yimei Now, what's troubling Rabbi Say is that anybody who sees on Rosh Hashanah what we do, it's funny to call that Aseris Yimei If you look at the davenings, Yoni, we don't do Shuvah. In the davening, there's no Hashanahs on Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah, we don't do any Shuvah in davenings. And why would Rosh Hashanah be called two of the Aseris Yimei Tshuva when we don't do Tshuva on Rosh Hashanah? Seems peculiar, Ruven. Two of the days of Aseris Yimei Tshuva, we don't do Tshuva. And not just any two of the days, the first two days. How peculiar, the first two days of Tshuva, we don't do Tshuva. And Rabbi Yisai, this I want to explain something. This, this, is, this needs an explanation that the first two days of Tshuva, we don't do Tshuva. I think in general, what we are doing, Rosh Hashanah, needs explanation. God is judging Rosh Hashanah. Hashem judges. He's Yeshiv and sits on the Kisei of Mishpat. Hashem judges. And what do we do? You would think Yom Kippur, we seem to react to judgment Yom Kippur in a very logical way. Hashem is judging us, Maishlem. Yom Kippur, Hashem's judging us, Maishla. So how do we respond, Yom Kippur? Please be Michael. I feel so bad. I never should have done Averis, Leishavalanu. That's appropriate for judgment. Rosh Hashanah, Maishlam, we're being judged. What are we doing? What do we do, Rosh Hashanah, Maish? What are we doing, Rabbi Yisrael Shoshanah? What's our main avoid Yoshanah? Yom Kippur being judged, and we're responding in a very logical way to being judged. Abba Shek, Hashem's judging us, Yom Kippur. We respond, please, be Michael, I'm so sorry, I regret it, it wasn't worth it. Commitment for the future. We do all the right things for somebody being judged. Rosh Hashanah Kovi, we're like oblivious. We're oblivious, like we're, like we're, we're in spaceland. God's judging, and we're like ignoring that He's judging, completely ignored. Yoni Rock, you know, we're busy with Rosh Hashanah. God is judging us, and we sin- like we're oblivious. Zonda, what are we busy with Rosh Hashanah? What do we do? It's the day of coronation. We're Mamlech Hashem. 
we coronate God. We're like not on the same page, us and God. He's judging, we're mamluch. We're coronating. Hashem melech. The day of Rosh Hashanah is accepting Kabbalah's Omal Chushamayim. That Hashem is the melech. Accepting Him as king, making Him king, which means accepting that we're Avdei Hashem, a melech boyam. You can't have a king without a nation. We're His people. We're coronating. And we're just not on the same page. He's judging, we're coronating. We're celebrating his malchus. We're just missing the boat. The only, the way, the way, the shots like this, before anybody does tshuva, Rabbi say, tshuva is not shallow words, that I'm so sorry, I regret it. Tshuva must come from recognition of who we are, recognition of our mission. Tshuva comes, Rabbi say, first you're supposed to come great, then you're supposed to do tshuva. Did you ever notice every single day, did you ever notice in davening, before we say slach lanu, we first daven, let us be great. Hashiveinu avinu let me be great. Let me learn Torah. Let me serve Hashem. But I didn't do tshuva yet. Slachmanu first. Shouldn't you first do tshuva Yoni Rak? Then he has to be great. A guy's doing averus. Wow. A guy's doing. He's doing bad stuff. Wow. So he should first slachmanu forgive me, and then I'll start being great. It's wow. not what we yeah. do. First we say to Hashem, Hashivenu avinu l'sarasecha. Hashem, please return me to Torah. Next, we say, Next is about Slicha and Mechila. First, you got to become great. First, serve Hashem. Any tshuva has no pshat. The word of tshuva is since I'm bigger, and as I'm bigger, as I'm bigger, and as I'm closer to you, it becomes more embarrassing. I can't believe I did that to you. The closer we get, the more I regret. I can't believe I was so nasty to you. As you're getting closer, as you're realizing your relationship, how important you are to me, is the more I can't believe I said that to you. It becomes more and more embarrassing. That was stupid. You curse the guy out, then you become close friends. Like, I can't believe I I remember I said that to you. You were in my novel. I was in Heller. We were like, I thought you were the rival. We were like fighting at him. You're my best friend. I can't believe I said that to you. I can't, and the closer you get, the more it's ridiculous what I said, what I did. Yet, the, the, you say this to get a close relationship to Hashem. The better we build the relationship, the more we build a relationship, the more it becomes ridiculous what we did. So Rabbi Yisrael, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah is the Pshat. Rosh Hashanah is the Pshat, Rabbi Yisrael, that Hashem gave us. Rosh Hashanah is the Pshat that we're Mamluch, we coronate Hashem. We recognize we're Avdei Hashem. We build a relationship. In light of the close relationship, then we have eight more days of tshuva. It's the start of the tshuva process. Tshuva has to start with building the relationship. Imam Hashem, then there are eight more days. Now I want to say over from the Dum Namakit, I want to say, and then we'll, then Yaakov Buff wanted a song, we'll give him a song.
But I wanted to say, Yaakov, if you listen to this, one more thing from the Dumna Magadena song, then a, a couple more things. I'm sorry it's so late. But I want to say, Yoni Salmon, I want you to hear from the Dumna Magad. Avi Numa, listen to Arya, check this out. A gorgeous Dumna Magad. The Dumna Magad explained what's going on, Elul. Everybody, please listen to this. Yaakov, I want you to hear Yaakov Shoch, listen to the Dumna Magad. What's happening, Elul? What's Elul about? What are we doing, Elul? Yoni Rock, listen to what, listen to what we're doing, Elul. We're going to stand Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Specifically, let's talk Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah, every hour, there were big tzaddikim who didn't didn't sleep on Rosh Hashanah. They stayed up the whole Rosh Hashanah. Every minute and hour of Rosh Hashanah, a lot of things are months or weeks in the year of the next year. Anything we see happening was nigs are on Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is the Yom Adin, and everything that happens in the whole year happened on Rosh Hashanah. Any event, any event, Latoiv or Lamuta, for good or not, was Nigzar, was the Gzair, was on Rosh Hashanah. We're going to stand on Rosh Hashanah and we're going to be to Hashem Zochreinu Lechayim. Please give me life. So Rabbi Sayyid Kobe, listen to this mashal with Dubna Magid. The Dubna Magid says, Kaiz, that a guy, a king, gives, of course, he says a mashal with Dubna Magid. The only rock right after this mashal, take a break. During this song, I want you to hear this mashal. Listen to the mashal, then you have to take a break. Yoni, you ready for this marshal? I just want you to hear this marshal. Do you mind hearing this marshal quick? Then you have to take a break, right after this marshal. Ruben, listen to this marshal. The Dumna Magid, the Dumna Magid said that a king gives to this professional, a professional designer of crowns, he gives a mass amount of gold, silver, and jewels, and pearls, all different beautiful equipment, millions of dollars, he hands it to the guy, Yoni, and he says, I want you to fashion from everything I'm giving you, make me a gorgeous crown. I want a stunning crown from everything I give you. That's what, that's what the king says to this professional, this builder of crowns. He gives him millions of dollars of equipment, gold, silver, jewels, pearls, and he says, fashion me a crown from all this the professional, and you have, you have five months to do it. The guy said, I have a long time, and he gave me a lot. He starts using the gold and silver and pearls for his own needs. Starts taking from it and using it for all different nonsense. He takes the gold and he buys jet tickets. He takes the silver, he barters it for neck tickets, and he's just using it for all different pleasures. The bottom line is... The bottom line is this guy who's taking all these things and using a good point, Menachem, he's using all these things for his own needs. It gets within a month left, and then he says, oh my gosh, he gave me all this another month after presenting with his crown that I'm supposed to form and fashion from all these materials. He gets, he freaks out, and he builds a stunning crown from the leftover materials. It's stunning breathtaking crown he makes from the materials. And he presents it to the king on the day and the king, everybody when he brings it out, is like a 
there's like a gasp comes out from all of Seat. He's packed a real profession. It's beautiful. What a crown. They're looking it over and they're standing in awe and amazement from the crown. They then, they then, everybody's amazed from the crown. But then the king shows the crown to the, to the professional inspector, to the king's inspector, and he starts, he, he, he has a list of all the materials that the guy was given, and he makes an accounting that most of the materials not in this crown. It is beautiful and stunning, but most of the materials not in the crown. But of course the king, the king says that I wears all the material. And of course the guy says, I have to admit, I, I used it on jet tickets, on lift tickets, I used it all up. So he says, the king says to the guy, he, he's chas on him, he has rachmanus. Because he says that fart, lemaisa, at the end you did shuva. And at the end you took the remaining materials you had and you made something gorgeous. The king has rachmanus. Says the Dubna Magid, Elul, Hashem gave us a year with talents and capacities and abilities. And did we use the whole year right? We squandered a lot. Elul is that time, at least with what's left, take all the materials and make something beautiful. Take all the materials and form something beautiful for the king out of the time that's left. Wow. We're going to stand in two weeks. We're going to ask Hashem, Zachreinu L'chaim. The, the professional has to go back to the king and says, Could I have more material? Could I have more gold and silver? Could you imagine the guy doesn't present any crown and he uses everything up and he stands in front of the Melech Malchi Amlachim and he says, uh, Could I have more material? How could you ask for more? You squandered every bit of material on nothingness. Wow. Elul's that time, says the Dubna Magid, that in order to stand Rosh Hashanah and ask for more materials, we have to chap around and utilize what's left with Tev. Quickly build something beautiful and nice. Put together, let it be beautiful. Let it be nice. Quickly grab a present and come in front of Hashem. Carry a present. Have a couple of weeks of sincere service of Hashem and come in front of Hashem. That's how the Dubna Magid explained El. So I wanted to give a picture of Isa. We have all different days. Elul, Aseris, Yimei Tshuva. The Yisait of Elul, Rabbi Isai, is a person. One of these says is working on his care of Hashem. He's using the gifts of life that we're going to beg Hashem in two weeks for another year of gifts, of presence, of good conditions, of service of Hashem. In the two weeks we have left, we're making a nice gift for Hashem. We're making a beautiful present to Hashem from what's left. And that's going to give us the courage to say to Hashem, Look, I utilize what was left with Tavas. Please give me new equipment, new diamonds, new pearls, new everything. I'm going to use it right this year. I'm going to use it to serve Hashem. I'm going to utilize it for the proper service of Hashem. So it gives us the power to do it. The first two days of Aseris Yimei Tshuva, Rosh Hashanah, we are busy before we do tshuva, we become great. There is only tshuva after you're greater. I'm a different person. 
I'm closer to you. The greater I become, the more I'm becoming those actions are. The greater the harata. So the first two days of tshuva are not actually in tshuva, but they're in making a close relationship to Hashem. Followed by eight days of tshuva, now that I've worked on the care of Hashem, I very much focus on regret for the past, resolve for the future. That's the basic the basic understanding, the basic understanding of the days that are coming, Rabbi said. Let's sing a good song. If the guys sing, everybody says it's important to me. If the guys stay, if we could sing, Rabbi said, that 